You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. All right, third hour of Wake Up Tucson, 1030 of The Voice, local news and talk. I'm getting over my tearing up over the Cody's Witch story, uh, which I just put up on Facebook right now. I'll, I'll email it to you if you want it. Uh, email me at wakeuptucsoncomments at gmail.com. And uh, the um, it's good. Good story. Very, very good. Uh, again, opening day, Rito tomorrow. And then we have happy hour at Games and Gadgets in the back in the Short Rest Tavern. Craft beer, vino, 11 meads. Meads. Little mead. Little mead action. And then uh, catered by Malta Joe. And Sean 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 will be there for cooking advice. Sean Sean will be there for cooking advice. She's great, man. She was. She was fabulous. She really was. That's Sean McCluskey. We call him Sean Sean. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Put your seatbelt on, strap in, and hang on. Hey, Matt, during the break, you mentioned Buffelgrass? Sir, yes. Okay. What was... Yes. Is there like a city eradication program, or is it a county thing? What's going on? Regional. Uh, Oh, really? Can we have them start... It wasn't... It was the Desert Museum, I think, was the... uh, uh, Tucson Desert Museum is going to organize the buffalo grass polls, according can, to the article. Can we have them start at the corner of Broadway and Frontage Road I, on I-10? I don't 10? see why not. Because, I mean, we do have the gem show going on, right? Sure. And when, when Mrs. Jill Biden came into town, doctor, whatever you want to call her, of what, I'm not sure, but if you, when she came into town, we had to eradicate the homeless and relocate them and everything else. We have over a million... Well, not, we did, not eradicate the homeless, just... <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised. Some not of them are missing. Right. <laughs> She did just eradicate just them. Just want she to clarify. Clear, she cleansed the area. <laughs> there were 35 tents. There were none two days later. Come on now. They took well, the dumpsters. Had, we just, eradicated their accoutrements. Not them. Are the you sure? They didn't, they didn't get tossed in a dumpster travel with them? I, no, they wouldn't do that. Are you Saw sure? Uh, so but, so <laughs> we, have the, we have the gem show coming in, right? The gem show kicks off. Here, it's already it's here. here. It's going live, and all these people are out in from out of town. And the gateway into downtown, our city of gastronomy, you get off the freeway at Broadway, and you sit at that stoplight right there. You gotta first, you gotta roll your windows up and avoid the homeless, and then you look over and you see there, there's a parking garage there. You're like, great, I could park my car there behind the four foot tall weeds, and they look like buffalo grass. But we can't get that gone, can we? We knew this gem show was coming for a while, didn't we? No. We have people that do landscaping and cleanup for the city of Tucson. Hell, we're planting a million trees, but we can't clean up the weeds? When when are all the visitors are we know that are coming? I mean, annually they flock here. They just show up out of nowhere and bring their rocks and trinkets. <laughs> and we don't I, I really don't roll out the red carpet or anything. Just we're, like maybe hey, we should maybe we should tell people that you can smoke buck, buffalo grass and then it'll all disappear oh, very quickly. That's, that's just just tell them it's the best got thing fentanyl Matt's on ever it. come up with. Yeah, just tell them it's got fentanyl on it. The, the, the homeless will pick it for us <laughs> I for was free. thinking THC, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, whatever works. I don't care what you tell them it's on it. Just let them pick it. So what it is, Sean, right, is every year, no matter how pathetic the city can be about doing what it's supposed to do, right? I mean, There's potholes, the, there, weeds, but sidewalks. I just, wanna, I, just, I want to do this on the gem show discussion, right? Is there always There's always some sort of efforted cleanup. Where? Just calm yourself. Let me finish. When Gem Show rolls around, and we have see, we have had people show us, including in the Golf Links uh, Alvernon area, that they went through last week with bulldozers one more time. Okay, but what happens well, is the homeless are back already. Well, I'm sure they are. But what I'm saying they don't is, leave long. they can do 
what they say they're going to do, right? And they just do the same amount. They, 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 don't have, they, they don't have that much effort going towards it. But what happened is, over the last 10 years, it's gotten so disgustingly bad that whatever that same effort they did this year, it's really not even a dent, right? And you're right. So when you look at some of these streets along that Fifth Avenue, you know, between the U of A and Tucson Boulevard, sure. that looks like hell, Right. I mean, they're not going to, they're, that's just. They finally cut down the, it had to have been eight feet tall. There was a pallet or a mesquite growing out of the, um, the concrete median. Right. On aviation going towards the base. You had to dodge the thing with your truck. I mean, car, you couldn't, you're always going to clip you, but they finally clipped that sucker. And now there's one on the other side. It's probably four and a half feet. I think they're going to let that mature a little bit and replant it somewhere. Maybe it's one of the, one of the million trees, but I'm not sure. But the fact that you say that they, they, they actually have efforts there's a little bit. I'm not saying a lot. Uh, okay, what's the economic impact of the gym show? Oh, it's millions. Okay, so Tens you think you might want to give a little more concentrated effort and clean your city up to make sure that these people don't leave and go to a place like Las Vegas where they have enough convention space. So KOLD already ran the story last week, right, of social media comments from visitors Hilarious. for the gem show talking about how horrible the city of Tucson looks between the weeds, the fentanyl, the homeless, the, the, the tarps, the fires, the all of that stuff. Right. Um, so I do want to take this over into a different part with gem show. So, uh, Lupita over at channel four yesterday did a story called Tucson considered the gemstone capital of the world. Right. And so John Ford, who's the new president of the AGTA, which is the American Drum Trade Association, they usually uh, hole up over at the Marriott University Park Hotel. Maddie, have you eaten all your Christ cooked pork yet? I just want to make sure you're good. So I still have enough for three meals. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, so John Ford is now not the the old director. John Ford's the CEO of AGTA. Took over for Doug Hucker, and he says Tucson. It, it, Tucson at this show is the hub of the international loose gemstone trade, right? And talking about how we're the gemstone capital of the world. And I'm not going to argue that we're, we are not the gemstone. We're fine. I'm good. I just thought about this as a marketing guy, tourism guy. Have you noticed we've never we've never figured out that that's how we should, even with all of our other problems and challenges out there, right? Instead of the old Pueblo which I agree with Mike Varney when he said it eight years ago. It sucks and it's over. It's it's done. Old Pueblo's done. Doesn't do much. Nobody knows what it is. All right. I like Tucson International Gemstone Capital of the World and City of Gastronomy. That should be what we lead with. Right? Why not? Why, sure. Why is I'll that, give you that. Why is that so hard for this community to figure out? Because that's an easy one. Because it's an economic driver and they don't focus on economics. Well, I like how uh, one of the, you know one of the things that John Ford had to say was we're ethically sourced and properly disclosed because I'm sure as I if like it wasn't ethically sourced, Rahina and the crew would be losing <laughs> their minds. So think about this, right? With when it comes to Tucson, and how do you prove that it's ethically sourced? I mean, there's no blood diamonds running around Tucson. Is that what you're saying? Oh, there's sure bite your tongue, that, bite your tongue. He said it, not I, me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but for me, the um, there's always these conundrums, right? So we have this gem show, which is one of the things left in the world that we're known for and still going on, right? But it comes from evil mining. Yes. 
Right, and I mean, some, sometimes gems are a byproduct of when you go copper mining or lithium, or li- and you <laughs> well, got, that's a whole other thing. I was like, you got your electric cars and lithium. We don't get me started on mining. Come on, let's go. Right, but let's dance. You know, um, you know, g- gems are found as they're going for copper or, or other things under the earth that are the basis of our biggest um, special event. Right, and again, when we talk, I used to remember as a hotel guy. We used to have what we would say what season was in Tucson. So season was really um, Martin Luther King Day weekend because of the uh, Fort Lowell shootout soccer created a heavy critical mass of rooms being what used What happened in to town. the Fort Lowell shootout? It still exists. They're oh, still doing oh, it. I haven't heard uh, yeah. anything about it. No, they, 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 no radio ads. That's what I'm asking. No, they, just, they, they had was, a couple uh, of stories. Didn't they already have it? They did. Martin Luther King yeah, Day weekend. Yeah. So yeah, it's, that's still going. Yeah. Don't know if it's growing... Don't know what's going on. Why don't we promote that? You're bringing people in from all over. You got all kinds of teams coming in. You got to fill rooms. It'd you got to restaurants. Everything it'd be else. Interesting to see if that's a growing tournament or stagnant or dying a little bit because probably dying. The because Tucson of the fields. The Phoenix teams don't like coming down here. Well, I'll break their ankles. And I, I told the story when Lawrence and I were coaching a team in the Fort Lowell shootout, and we were co- playing a team in from Texas, and we were playing Udall. Okay. And it was disgusting. Like concrete. It was disgusting. And I literally was apologizing to the guy from, I'm like, I'm sorry, our, our field sucks, dude. That's just horrible. Um, but anyway, so then it would go through Easter. It would be high season. Big new complex over here. Which new complex? The, the one right across the freeway. Or the soccer stuff. By Kino, yeah. Well, soccer, soccer in Tucson. But the shootout. I mean, come on. You got brand new fields, shootout. It should be growing, not well, they, shrinking. Well, again, it's, it's about... Should do do people want to come down here? That's the big thing, right? So I'll have to ask. The, I don't know if, if the what the contract is with the Association of Realtors either, because they were always the they've been the sponsor of that for quite a while. So we'll have to figure that. I'll talk to uh, Billy and see what's going on there. But what I was going to say is, season would go through uh, Easter usually. That'd be high season. Then you would shoulder it from End there, April. right uh, through U of A grad. Graduation, well, that's your next little wave. Right, and then graduation to... And it dies. And it used to be the Labor Day, right? And then it used... But I would say high season doesn't start... So the shoulder season doesn't start till October now or so. Now, the reason I bring this up is... And Betsy, if she's listening, because we did hotel stuff together for a couple of years together and doing all of Burt's hotels downtown, right? So we had... You had Fort Lowell Shootout. You had... Uh, then you had the Gem Show... Then you had uh, we had the big waste the international waste management used to have their uh, their meeting their co- annual conference here. Then you'd have uh, turn away from the radio spring training. What happened there? All right, yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so, really, in the end, to me, high season in Tucson is February, and shoulder could start in March. Is where we're I, I feel like where we're heading. You better figure something out. You know, so. All right. Mr. McCluskey's here. RVR2TO.com for Rincon Ventures. That's The us. best in property rental management and real estate. Give us a call, 790-2040. Any, we're, and it's an anything goes. Call us whenever you want. We'll, we'll cover it. Sean and I can. If we, 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 if, we, if we don't know it, we can wing it, as we this like to true. say. So. Sean McCluskey, Christy Simone, Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. All right, 70s dance party on the Wake Up Tucson show. I always like this one, too, because I never understood a word that Barry says in half of the song. You just kind of go. <laughs> 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 
Right here. There you go. There he is. All right. Sean McCluskey, Christy Simone, and you. Uh, Wendell texted me. He says, the only reason we still have a gem show is that the gem show isn't run by a single organization. It's a group of companies that just show up. There isn't one organization that can, quote, move the event to another city. Um, That's an interesting point. It says, FLS is bigger than ever, and it's played on the new Kino field. Oh, Fort Lowell Shootout is bigger than ever, and it's played on the new Kino fields. And the fields are nice. So as long as the, if, if the Fort Lowell Shootout's growing, awesome. As long as the fields are nice, it'll continue yeah. to grow. Well, because they're playing. Those fields are nice, but remember, this, the, brand all, new. all the other ones, the county has These are brand new. let go to hell. So, uh, but Is that by design? Oof. That's another. That's a, that'd be a question for another day. Um, so one thing on the gem show. So uh, a couple of our friends on Facebook, when I put this story of shouldn't we be leading with this as sure or the international gemstone capital of the world. Now it's funny. I think with Rahina being Mrs. Biological Diversity, she might not dig that. Mm, probably not. Right, because gemstones that. imply raping of the earth. Right, so we can't do that. But um, so a couple of our friends on Facebook were complaining about. Uh, the prices of rooms, hotel rooms, right? <laughs> okay. They're not making any money on any, any other time of the year, so they're going to gouge you just a little bit because you're coming, so and th- they know you're coming. So Thunder Bacon says, have a couple of friends in the hotel business said a lot of clients are canceling their hotel stays and trip to Tucson due to the hotel rate hiking during gym show this year. Now, trust me, now in the old days, we, you know, we, would, uh, we would take, I remember this is 20 years ago, at the downtown, we were the Holiday Inn City Center. You know, we would raise our rates to like $180 a night, and people were like, you know, they'd be like, you're, you're gouging us kind of thing. A little right? bit, yeah. So, but things are different 20 years later, of course. So, oh, here's all the online booking sites and competitiveness. And- so, I went on hotels.com yesterday and booked a weekend trip for, for me and you this weekend in Tucson. Just looked at some rates. All right. Checking in today. Checking out Monday. We got two queen beds or just one? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) One big king. All right. So the top of the mark right now is the Ritz-Carlton. Sure. All right. $3.59 a night. $812. (laughs) $812? For a room? Yeah, it would cost us... uh, You could rent a house. Three grand for the weekend to stay at the... uh, Wow. All right. So Did you then, get breakfast? Turn down mint? Anything? No. <laughs> you get to go to Core and spend uh, $21 on a cheese omelet. Wow. Okay. Next one is the Marriott Star Pass. Cole, let's go $7.59. $7.06. That's right. ridiculous. So, but their summer rates aren't cheap either, though. I'm just, They're still like $300 in the middle of the summer. Graduate Tucson, the one next to Mark's old place. Okay. That's kind of the apartment. Yeah, so, sure. Didn't even know it was. What there. do you think? Oh, what's got to be five fifty? Four sixty six a night. That's getting reasonable. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, you can pay, make a make a car payment per night. So here's an interesting one. So um, La Paloma is four thirteen a night for this weekend. All right. Now the one that's interesting. I want to know. I want to know how much the days in at Speedway and Stone is. Well, we'll get in there. So. Uh, the Homewood Suites, which is the old um, windmill suites by uh, Saint, in St. Philip's Plaza, right? Okay. And it's not as good as a brand new Homewood Suites. Homewood's nice. Ho- no, new Homewood Suites are nice to stay at. Sure. This is fine. It's a fine suite hotel, right? Uh, 453 But so, it's a suite hotel, so you get a little kitchenette, so you're a little better off. I don't know if there's a kitchen. I just think there's a bedroom and a... 
There's a little hot plate. Is there? Ooh. Okay. So anyway, that's you can make coffee and maybe one. Dish. So they're forty bucks a night more than La Paloma. Okay. Uh, Lodge at Ventana three ninety three. AC Motel on Campbell and Speedway three eighty six. Actually, Hacienda del Sol at three eighty is looking pretty sweet right now. <laughs> What's the cheapest? Lodge. Uh, oh, we, we can do just that. S- spin the wheel like the wheel of fortune all the way to the bottom. That's okay. We can do that. Hold on. Computerhotels.com. Do your mojo. Okay. The Super Inn <laughs> is a buck twenty-five. Where's that at? I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't say it's on Benson Highway <laughs> near, right, the, near the, I-10. So the, the Knights Inn, that's the place right off I-10 yeah, there. Yeah. That's a buck twenty-seven. A night. Yes. A night. <laughs> Stone Inn, U of A, buck fifty-one. Wow. That's um, just crazy. Super eight on Tucson and Grant Grant Road over there on yeah, I ten. Yeah. That's a buck eighty one. Uh, and that doesn't the, include taxes and fees and everything. So you're looking two hundred dollars a night. Yes. Easy. And then you got to feed yourself. So uh, for the weekend, you're looking at fifteen hundred bucks. Uh, the Motel Six in Marana's two hundred. Hey, at least you're in a safe area there. There you go. Put them in Marana. Oracle and Rudisil Best Westerns two oh four. Um. The University Inn, wherever that is, that's two thirty-three. So for me, I'm not here. I'm not begrudging these people the rates. Oh no, I that's mean, just get the it market. When you can, but it's if you can get it, get it. That's crazy though. So just to give you a little feel, but you know, that's insane. Eight twelve a night for the. Uh, no, not happening. <laughs> not happening. I don't care. No. <laughs> Wait till you get the next month when they do I that. Mean, in all honesty, you can get a one-bedroom suite at the Win for like eleven hundred a night. So. Well, Demand, baby. Supply and demand. But you're, it's the you're, win you're a cap- versus Grant and Tucson. You're a capitalist, right? It's horrible. It's it's kind of like, you know, it's what will, someone's willing to pay for it, right? I agree. It's the market. What right? the market will bear, that's what the price is. When people say, hey, my Superman we comic. We do that every day for a living. A book says my Superman comic book's worth $2,000. Yeah. Go get it. If someone can give you $2,000. Yeah, if somebody get that's what the market will pay you. All right. McCluskey and Chris, it's the 70s dance party. Wake up. I was just reading the riveting Pima County has a turf program. Oh, Sergio put that. Yeah, up. their goal is to improve the overall organic <laughs> material, reduce high irrigation and water, improve staff knowledge, and uh, the best possible turf for our parks and uh, patrons. 63 programs. Program sites cover 120 acres. You, too, can work for Pima County. So Only like 7,900 other people <laughs> work there. So, so when Sergio put this up on the waste, the the, uh, the Wake Up Tucson discussion group. Under the truth or satire heading? <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. I was like, ooh, this is a, I had to read it then. As I put, did someone from the Pima B write this whole thing, right? So it says, do you know that Pima County has a turf management program? And the thing that really confused me, Sean, was a turf pr- management program that began in 2018. <laughs> Soccer fields have been suffering since like 2000, but we come up with this program in 2018 and it hasn't got any better. Nice. They say, uh, based on soil samples, Caliche. Yeah, it's kind of like a rock. A system of procedures and applications are pr- pr- uh, uh, prescribed to a given field. Every everybody that uh, gets gets hired gets a free jackhammer. So, there's a couple of things here, and why this is a joke, and um. And Lawrence will be on in a second. He wants to talk about room rates. He can tell you as a guy who's coached a zillion games on soccer fields. Um, so 
what happens is, I remember when Fred Gray was the head of Tucson Parks. Yep. And our daughters used to play soccer together, so once in a while we'd bullcrap on the sideline together. And I'd and we'd talk about it, and he always said it was about, well, two things. One is they, w- they would never budget money for overseeding in the winter, right, for grass. And then at the same time, it was always about overplay. So they wouldn't overseed in the winter, but your shootout is in February. Right. So that's January. the other thing about... Hmm. So the, the one thing about playing at Keno is that because they do overseed for winter is that at least they're playing on green grass, where before you'd just be playing on dead grass. Yeah. Right? And so what, what happens is, this is, why the, this is why when they say we're taking turf management semi-seriously or whatever, right, is what happens is you have summer grass that looks okay. It's fine. It's yeah, and there's always summer a, here, summer there. There are patches elsewhere. Well, there's a fine line between grass and weed, right? And that that makes up it's called kind, length, right? But there's a, that they so have that. But what happens is is that because you don't grow a, a, a winter grass isn't coming in, that summer grass just gets beaten to death, mm-hmm. right? And, and then, struggles to take off in the summer, right? And the, and some of it's been so displaced off of the dirt that there's nothing to come back anyway, right? So Oral Valley used to get it right, and since uh, we had Mary Jacobs as our town manager, who did suck, okay, they stopped overseeding. It looks like Naranja, which is stupid, right? Because what happened was they were overseeding it for MLS would come and play soccer, and they have and they pay the ten thousand dollars for seed or what? Who cares? Whatever it was. Oral Valley, you need to do this so you. It's it's a healthier way of doing grass. Maintaining your parks for your constituents and your people is important. And you live in a well-to-do community in Oral Valley. Yep. Marana takes care of our stuff pretty damn well. Yeah. Um, and I just had a memory that I, not to digress, but I posted on the Marana app, my Marana, and I had a pothole coming come here. And by the time we got off air, the pothole was fixed. You can't do that anywhere else. But oh, Marana, they're not doing I, that I, don't, I don't know what they're doing on that my Marana app. There's somebody's, if it, if it gets in, the email goes to every department that's associated with your request, which is beautiful. The fields of Pima County that don't, they don't overseed and they just let go to hard pan death, they're amaz- amazingly dangerous to play. So listener Don, he's a podcast guy. You'll see him on our Facebook page once in a while. He coached a uh, different boys team, a little younger than me and Lawrence. But he'll tell you that he had a kid who literally fell on the field at Golf Links uh, over there on Golf Links and Craycroft, yep. hit his head, just fell on the dirt and got a, basically a concussion. And his head injury, just from hitting the ground in, in that field, he's done with soccer the rest of his life. Really? Yep. That's how hard he got smacked on, just falling on the dirt and just hitting his head the wrong way on the grass or the dirt at Golf Links Park. And so when you, when you when, when I hear this and I look at the Ochoa field over by the sausage shop, that's a joke. Even the fields to the west of the racetrack and inside the racetrack, they suck too. Yep. So let's go to let's go to Lawrence, who's coached uh, one to fourteen thousand games on those fields. Lawrence, good morning, sir. Morning. I I remember that story. I remember when each one we coached Don told us that, and it just my jaw just dropped. You know, unbelievable. I don't know why people complain hotel room rates. Okay. I, I treat, you know, like I say, we're everywhere. I remember when we'd go to the Santan tournament, and that was just before uh, spring training really expanded up there. Remember how difficult it was to find hotel rooms to put our girls in? Remember all that and the prices? Right now, it's a jury in. And this is what's really funny. I used to, I love to stay at the jury in on Pinnacle Peak because all my archery coaching is at uh, Ben Avery shooting facility. Right. 
they are probably charging close to $300 a night. When the Packers were in town, they were wanting 280 a night when the Packers are going to play Sunday at uh, in in um, Glendale in the uh, against at Glendale. They wanted they were wanting 280 a night to stay there. And yeah. I just said, "Are you kidding me?" And I'm not even you know I'm not going to go to the game. I'm going to determine. It's just crazy. So people shouldn't complain. In '96, I went to the Olympics in Atlanta. My wife found a hotel, and it was about 20 miles outside of Atlanta, and it was a hundred dollars a night. And you could tell that this was not a hundred dollar a night hotel. <laughs> sure. Right? You could really tell it wasn't a hundred. Maybe 65, maybe 55. You know, this is '96. But that's what, that's what happens when you have event everywhere. It's you know supply and demand. And when you, you know you have to understand that there are alternatives. You know you can go VRBO now, but that's the that's what you have to budget for. I mean, I don't no, like, you're you're right, right? It's, you know, again, it's a supply yeah. and demand. There's great demand. It's great that the gem show still gets this kind of demand, right? And 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 as a community, we have we've actually failed. We've gone the other way. You try to build those areas of demand throughout your calendar, right? And that's what's happened. Exactly. I think maybe the more shocking thing for people is not that the rates are so high, is that the week before they were only 100 and something, now they're 400, right? It's, a, it's that much of a jump because sure. there's not much going on on either side of those events, right? And right. so what, and then, what other event is generating? So I got Fort Lowell and I got Gem Show, right? right. And then U of A grad or move-in times, right? right? What other Maybe things? Get yeah, what other things in the Tucson calendar now create demand for hotel rooms? Yeah, and exactly. and don't tell me it's the Arizona Bowl. It's not. Yeah, but even the middle of summer, though, if you want to stay at some place like Star Pass or La Paloma, they're going to still be in that two ninety to three hundred dollar range per night. Now they're at eight nine hundred dollars. Well, they've learned that the the family comes in with seven people in there. Sure, and they're cooler, right? And they're getting if you can get it, you're going to get it, especially in this market. I, like the jury in in the summertime, nobody wants to get in the summertime. I mean, when my you know. The, one of the last years Caitlin played club, the, the team thought, well, let's go San Diego or, you know, or Phoenix. And I'm thinking, God, we always go to stupid Phoenix. Why don't we go to San Diego? But, you know, you know, Coach Bill, he didn't want to go get his, get his, get, you know, his uh, lunch <laughs> handed to him. So, you know, Claire and I are getting ready to pack everything for San Diego. My wife says, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Phoenix. I said, my wife, the Phoenicians don't even stay in Phoenix on Labor Day. They go Prescott, <laughs> the White Mountains, everywhere else. I'm like, why are we going? I, 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 I remember that weekend because my daughter wasn't we were in San Diego while he was roasting in Phoenix so worked out worked out good for us buddy all right let me tell you let me tell you something really quickly about field maintenance I found out last night to fix our fields at Valencia for the kids to play they told my the one of the other coaches it was three hundred thousand dollars to fix that field and I'm sitting there thinking to myself so we'd rather cause Irreparable damage to kids' bodies than to spend that money to fix the fields. So horrible. You think? But again, it's, a, it's yeah. the same situation, right? Just like Pima yeah. County, you let the field and the city they let the asset get crappier, 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 and then it's amazingly expensive because you're almost doing a replace. I was gonna say, wait till they do that with oh, the yeah. trolley. Because oh, they don't take they don't take care of any good things they have. And all their good stuff is always broken. And look oh, at your soccer you know, fields. You let them get to such decay. Yeah that you can't afford to fix them, now you're replacing them, they're going to do the same thing with the trolley maintenance. Yeah, it's just, exactly. It's just, take care of it. And they, they put a little, I remember as a kid, that at, at the grounds, when I was going to school in the Amphi District, every, every fall, 
you know, when the grass was dying, they would come in with that spiker and spike up the holes in there. We'd walk out there to the goals, and then we'd come in the morning, and there'd be this big pile of brown stuff. Well, it was the manure, the fertilizer that one put on there. And you could tell the knuckleheads that um, went and played in that pile because you wouldn't want to sit next to them the whole day. They were a little browner than they were when they got there before, you know, and it was just a, the, the, the smell gave it away. But you don't see that. And, and it's just it's, it's, it's another thing that just makes it bad for, your, for kids. And we got to think about making things better for kids, parks and everything. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Hey, take care. Have a good day. You too, my friend. Seven nine zero two zero four zero. Let's go to Kevin on line three. Kevin, you're on with Sean and Chris. Welcome to Grass Talk. Yeah, uh, I, I have a question. Um, you're bringing it into this uh, turf thing, all the safety and stuff for the kids and whatnot. How dangerous is soccer? Is it as dangerous as American football? where every play somebody's getting knocked onto the ground and maybe you might need turf. But I think in Mexico, those kids just play on dirt. I, you know, I, I mean, if, if the kids aren't falling down all the time and getting so all the, scraped up. I, well, mean, so, I was a kid, we played in the street, well, you know, on the asphalt. Are we making babies out of all the kids? Come on, you guys. Jesus. Uh, Wow. Uh, so I will tell you, because I've, I've coached many a soccer game, that it can be a very physical and kids are... So they can fall onto the ground or the, or the grass, right? But it's gotten to a point where the hard pan is concrete, so... Um, but slide tackling. You have to be able to slide tackle. You have to be able to play defense. You have to be able to cut and sure. p- pivot and move and not break your ankle. And I understand what he's saying about creating a softer generation, because that's absolutely true. However, they should have a quality field that's maintained by your supervisors and parks and rec because it's what we pay for as taxpayers this is something that should be an absolute you should have no potholes or very few or they should be taken care of rather quickly your medians should be weed free your parks should be well maintained your public safety should be fully staffed yeah those are the four basics if you can't do that get the heck out of office i think also too right every sport most sports are going to have an inherent risk of some sort of injury always right but what, what i'm saying is there is a more than a a regular chance of injury because the local municipalities being city of Tucson and Pima County are negligent in preventive maintenance or upkeep. Yep. So, So, all right, let's go to break. 846 in the morning, Sean McCluskey, Christy Simone, Matthew ESQ. Uh, Let's see, where are we going to go here? Should we go to Siskamani when we come back? Oh, yeah, let's do that. I think that's a great place to uh, finish our day. Look at at Sean. Look at uh, Mr. Matt. He's making it happen. Here we go again. Look at you. You're going to make me do that. Wake up, Tucson. Everyone's a winner. Sounds like Little League. 849 in the morning. Christy Simone, Sean McCluskey. Hold on. Sean needs a microphone. Everybody's a winner. Come on now. <laughs> we are getting true. trophies later, too. You're going to get a trophy. You want to talk for, about creating Just for being kids. on Wake Up Tucson, I'm going to get you a trophy. I get one of those when I see people in a grocery store and they scare the crap out of me. Are you Sean? I'm like, oh my God, I got to stop talking to myself. I like that. Well, talking to yourself, I do that all the time. I was in the spaghetti aisle and a little lady snuck up on me and she pulled my shirt and said, are you Sean? I listened to you on and wake up and I'm like, ah, okay, I just crapped my pants, little lady. Thanks. You scared I the heck out that. of me. That's cute. I was on my headphones. I was talking and she could pick up the voice. Beautiful. Scary. Well, as long as the headphones aren't, you're on a phone call and not just I was. talking to I was, on a, I was on a phone call talking out loud and... <laughs> <laughs> she came over and tug, tug, and I was like, ah! 
So you like uh, the fact that Mr. Siskamani is doing the uh, response? Dude, Juan's been killing it. I mean, he's on appropriations, number one. That's that's great as a freshman legis- uh, congressman. You couldn't get, ask for anything else. It's actually a high-profile position. Yeah. Um, He's well-respected among his peers already as a freshman. He gets to do the response to the State of the Union in Spanish to the entire country, putting him on a showcase pedestal, if you will, which is great for us in Southern Arizona. Um, And he's Juan. I mean, we've known Juan since... Heck, I've known him since 2009. And Juan's the kind of guy when... I've never seen him get mad. Even during his last campaign, people took shots at him, and he never got mad. He just stayed even keel, went about his business. I got a couple of things that center me and ground me, and that's his family, God, and he does the right thing. So He got, he got attacked pretty hard by two candidates in the primary, and he kept his... Just he's calm above the fray. Just yep. keep... You know, it's like DeSantis. When, when Trump took a shot at DeSantis, DeSantis is like, I don't have time for you. And... You know, not to switch over, but DeSantis has come out and said lately, it's this next election is going to be about electability, taking an indirect shot at Trump, and Trump's going to lose his damn mind. So Juan stays above that, and he does very well, and I think his peers have seen that. He's also got some good uh, mentors on the Hill, if you will, like Schweikert and a few others. They took him in and said, hey, look, this is how we're going to do things. This is how you do things. you have any questions, you come to us. And when he comes on, he's right on point. Yep. So, I mean, you couldn't ask for a better representative for Southern Arizona. And, again, he gets to go on the national spotlight, the national showcase, and stand there and look. Southern Arizona representative Juan Siscomani is going to give you the rebuttal in Spanish. Well, I mean, you got a good team between – you have to have a mix of personalities as part of your, your delegation, right? Gosar is a little, little, little nutty for me, but uh, Schweikert Biggs, Eli, Eli is a good, quiet, quiet warrior kind of guy. I like that, you know, Eli didn't, didn't want to play with the McCarthy thing. Nope. And he kept it nice and cool. I like that. And he took a yeah. lot of flack for that, though, because uh, he did end up, He did eventually end up giving up. And when he did, people hammered him for it. Well, Biggs gave up. Yeah, but there were people that said, well, I'm never well, voting for you again. Well, Biggs didn't give up. I apologize. Yeah. Biggs did the abstain. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to vote. So, yeah. But like I said, I think Juan's doing a heck of a job. I think it's going to be a good two years for us. Um, in about eight months, he's going to have to start running for re-election, which it's true. is kind of nice and also kind of bad because he's getting this spotlight right now. He's going to get a lot of national attention. I've got California investors that have investments here in Tucson. They used to donate to McSally. I turned them on to Juan. Now they donate to Juan. So. He, um, he has a, um, the ground game in Tucson in relation to constituent services are going to be amazingly important. Right? So Becky and CJ and the crew have just got to and I have confidence they will. They they're a good to, crew. They, they, to, they, they know have, what they're doing. They have to knock that out of the park. Uh, they just had to, you know, get all the cobwebs out of the Kirkpatrick office. I mean, it, it sounded like it's like Indiana Jones. It was, it was like up. opening the crypt. You <laughs> haven't been there in a couple, three, four years. And um, yeah, na- Mother Nature took back over. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> it's like the abandoned factory in the middle of Russia. It's all of a sudden the trees are growing through the floor. Yeah. How'd that happen? Uh, so they got to do that. And then he has to, in addition to interacting with the, 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 the Tucson community and his, uh, you know, his district, and then he has to stay present in the Republican Party, the local Republican. He has to stay present because what's going to happen is there are going to be a few of these uh, constipator people who are already working that he needs to be out and all this stuff. And what's great about Juan, he did this during the during the primary, right? You'd have these Republicans like, you suck. You work for Deuce. I hate you because someone else told me on Facebook to hate you. So then he'll right? go up and talk to that person. And right. Say, but hey, then when Sean talks to him, Juan, I mean, Juan, Juan, not you, trust me. Not me either. I just yell at him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't talk. And then Juan reaches out to him and they go, oh, 
You know, it don't pretty suck good so bad after all. Yeah, I mean, God, I, I see that in the Republican Party a lot locally right now. They, they see something on Facebook, so it's got to be true. And I, I keep seeing that regurgitation, and it's I'm it's going with pathetic. this with the Republican Party locally. You want to make some money? This is what we do. We get the constipator people against the liberty folks, against the freedom folks, and get all the nine different factions, and we do a celebrity super puffy boxing glove fundraiser. You can go whoop the crap out of each other if you'd like with big old or fluffy the, or gloves. Or the inflatable sumo suits. That would be good too. But you know, 50 bucks a person, get in, have a melee WWE style. I don't care. Let's have some fun with it. But right now it's just a hot mess and I, I wish the new chairman well. I don't know how they're going to make any money. I don't know how they're going to how they're going to pull their collective head out of their butt and move this party train forward as they have to do. But if you're going to do anything and you want to have a, have a guy at the forefront that's going to help you, one would be a good choice. And absolutely, right. That, he's kind of like that ambassador. He doesn't. He doesn't. He stays above the fray. Yeah. He doesn't really care about the crap. He understands the crap, but he doesn't care about it. And he just avoids the minutia. No, and true. he's like, look, I got a job to do. My job is not fighting with you. My job isn't. I, I agree with you're coming from. I agree with your stance is. But my job, my job is to do what everybody wants, not just one person. So again, to His me, job. locally um, with the Republicans, if they don't bring people together, right? It's going to be a very, whatever effect they think they're going to have is going to be very limited. And they just got to deal in reality, right? This whole kerfuffle with, uh, that I had with this Betsy Smith lady because they're pissed off because I said I'd like to meet Dave and get to know him before I have him on the show. Sure. That's their, for some reason, that's their battle cry on Chris is a bastard is I had said I'd like to meet him for coffee and get to know him before we have a discussion on the air. That's literally their... Their battle cry. Okay, and after children, a while, take and after, your toys and go home. Right after, just take your right, toys and go after home. a while, you're like, I, I don't have time to deal with that, right? And talking about Betsy Smith is bad radio. I'd rather have Casbar uh, back on. It was, at least that was good radio. I'm just telling you, the it's, horse, it's, the horse kids were better radio. They were amazing. The horse kids. I mean, um, but, but you're right it, about Siskamani. Siskamani could be that guy to bring everyone together. Sure. And you're right. Dave Smith should be reaching out to him like yesterday. And it's again not, not Betsy, Dave. It's about electability. And 2024 is going to be electability. And we've got some people here that couldn't get elected last election that think they can get elected in 2024. Look uh, at our governor race. Are you in agreement that if Trump's on the top of the ticket, he kills a bunch of people below him? I don't think Trump. I don't think Trump makes the ticket. I don't think his electability. His electability is, is lacking. And I and, like him. And they, he, was a, he, was a, he was a great president. Don't get me wrong. I liked all of his policies. I liked what he implemented. But his bombastic nature and his inability to have a just casual conversation without attacking somebody is his downfall. His mean tweets kill the left, and the left is, they're never going to let him, Trump derangement uh, syndrome is a true I agree thing. With, I agree with all that. I, I did like him as a president, right? It was I great. Did like, I did like I li- his love policies, 225 gas, right? Uh, but I will tell you that I is think... Is he electable? Is not, he, can he win an election? Can he win a, can he win a general? Not a primary, can he win a general? No. Then, then he's not. He should not be your nominee. And, and you need to beat the left. That's and, the bottom game. And the, le- the game. And the left and the media have figured out how to defeat Trump. You just, you just beat him up a little bit, and he comes back and fires back. And when he comes back with but, that mean but, answer, that's when he loses. This last election, okay, this last twenty twenty two, you saw that the Trump candidates suffered. Carrie Lake's style was similar to Trump's, and she lost. She couldn't get... She should have won 60-40. She had a 58 polling number coming into this thing. She should have carried a, a Republicans over the line. We should have had a House a majority. We didn't. Is she electable? That's going to be the question for all the candidates. I don't care who you are. Wait till the crap show of the U.S. Senate primary. As I stated, are you electable? Right. I Can mean, you win? 
can you win in a, in, with a, such a number, 60 or sixty to 40 percent, 55, to where, they, to where they can't cheat you out of it, quote-unquote, if you think they're cheating you? Who's your predictions for who's going to be the Republican candidates running for U.S. Senate? Who do you think? Everybody and their brother. Yeah, give me give me some names. you got so. Kerry Lake. You're going to have... Is Blake coming back? I don't know if Blake comes back. Does Kelly Ward jump in? Right. Does Ducey jump in because he's, he's supposedly the, the, the favorite... He's the dark horse. How about Wendy Rogers? Oh, again? <laughs> for Senate. It's like the perpetual candidate. Why? She's always running for it. It's eventually, I mean, she won, but is that, she's is, she, pr- she's, is she electable she has, statewide? She, 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 no, she has, to win, she has to win in a safe district. So, all right, sir. Have a great weekend. It's your always. first weekend without football in a while. I know. We're going to the horse track. <laughs> I think that's where we're going. We're going to the horse track, everybody. <laughs> Sunday, we'll see you there. All right, amigo. Have a great weekend. Everyone, have a great weekend. Matt, have a great weekend. Have a good one, guys. We'll see you for opening day at Rito tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, I'll be there probably between 11 and 12. And then we have happy hour at 530 at Mark's Short Rest Tavern Games and Gadgets.